If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. That was Aiden Diggs giving it to our next guest, Sauce Gardner, last week as part of the Pro Bowl festivities. That kid's got personality. Sure. Sure, man. Every time I see him, it's always a great time. You know, I always appreciate his company. You know, he always around the game of football, so I feel like he's going to be a star, you know, when he grow up. Um, even when he's young, man, um, he's got a great sense of humor. He's a jokester. I don't know where you get it from. He might get it from his dad yeah, or his right, uncle. His uncle, right? I don't know, man. Right. Diggs did score a five-yard touchdown pass in that week one game. Was it on you? I can't even remember specifically either, really. It was a short, I mean, a quick pass. Maybe like, I don't remember. I don't remember either. But nah, that's why you're a corner. He ain't scoring me. He ain't scoring me. He didn't score on you. But I, I don't remember the, uh, the, the play one he scored. Itself. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember, I don't remember it either. I have a hard time, too. Um, all right. Well, the, I mean, the first thing I'd like to comment on is your necklace. Yeah. That right? is awesome. And, yeah. and your teeth, okay? Sure. You are winning the jewelry, jewelry award so far here this weekend. Yeah, most definitely. Got to. Got to stand out in some type of way. And you know? you, but you, you stand out in a lot of ways. How did you you got to bunch of different pieces like how did, i mean the jeweler we saw what you did with aaron Rodgers, yeah right are you always kind of like dabbling in something new uh i took a break from it not gonna lie this is probably my first time wearing my chain in like in a while right i got a few different pieces you know uh i am a fan of jewelry for sure yeah you know what i mean yeah so yeah all right what's your other piece that you go to other than you know what's your your regular everyday uh, one it's a sg sg with like uh, number one on the bill so my logo right you know so that's more that's more smooth okay know? all right i like it he's a db right here two years in the nfl you're already one of the best corners if not the best corner in the nfl which year was better for you rookie year or this year um i would say this year you know um i feel like i wasn't targeted as much and that's the respect that the offensive coordinators the coaches the quarterbacks have for me um i feel like i learned way more after my rookie season, so I went into year two like knowing more. So I was more confident each and every game. You know, when I was a rookie, it's like I really didn't know everything that I wanted to know. And there's still things that I'm learning right now, you know. I'm, I'm always been a sponge, you know what I'm saying? Um, I'm always trying to learn from, from different guys, different cornerbacks. You know, I was at the Pro Bowl, Pat Sertain, Jalen Ramsey, Denzel Ward, and even some guys who are not there, DJ Reed. You know, I'm always trying to learn from other guys so I can see how I can get better. What's the best tip you've gotten from one of those other guys? Um, I remember Jalen, a long time ago, he just told me, like, don't make the moment bigger than what it is, you know? And uh, that just stuck with me all the way to now. Like, you know, we be having them primetime games. 
you know, them, them primetime games can be, you know, huge, you know, and they could be, they could rattle some people. So, you know, I'm always calm and collected, you know, never letting the moment be too big. Who, who like, you've made the game look easy right from the get-go, right? But what, like, in your mind from the NFL, you know, college in the NFL, give me one thing that's maybe been easier than you thought it would be, and then one thing that you've gone, damn, this is, this is harder, this is, a, this is work every week uh, in, in that department. I mean, I'll probably say the, the time of, like, meetings and everything and training camp, uh, it was harder than I expected because I thought in the, in the NFL, I thought it was just, like, I thought everything was easy. Right. Like you do get a little bit more time, like off-season-wise right. and stuff like that. But so the that's season. The easy part. But the season part, like, in the season, you got to – whatever you got to get done in the off-season, you got to get it done because, like, when the season starts, you know, you got to be locked in. Do you realize what you're doing right now? Like, do you realize that you are first-team All-Pro your first two years in the NFL? Like, yeah. I, I – you – Pop Do you quiz. know the other guys that Pop have done quiz. that? There's only like there's only you're one of three people in the history of football. I don't really, I don't really overthink it. Like, you know what I mean? I'll just right. take it one day at a time. Like, I'm just trying to keep doing what I'm doing for the city of Detroit. And I'm trying to be able to just be a provider, you know, for my family. So it's like, I'm always humble. I'm never getting cocky off my accolades or anything like that because I know in the snap of a finger it can be gone. So, you know, I'm just trying to stay consistent. Stay healthy and just keep doing what I'm doing. Lawrence Taylor, Micah Parsons are the only other two people that do what you're doing. I just I want to let you know because I can tell you're not a huge history buff in football, right? I've seen a little bit like to know or, or know that you're just about right now and capitalizing. But it's really cool, man. I hope you know we respect it. Big I mean, time. that's amazing. It's that's amazing, incredible. Man. Amazing exactly. because Parsons is on his way to the Hall of Fame. LT is one of the greats of all time. And based on what you've done so far, you you're just on keep your doing way. What you're doing, and you're going to be there. Yeah, that's the plan, man. So, what needs to happen next year, other than Aaron Rodgers play more than four snaps for the Jets <laughs> to get to where we thought they might be this year? Man, just everybody um, buying in. You know, buying into what Coach Salah, you know, has planned. You know, I just. Embracing the coaching, us just embracing the, the brotherhood, you know, the bond, you know, because when, when, you, when you form a brotherhood, you know that you're going to go out there and dominate. You're going to have your brothers back. So, you know, us just playing for one another, that's, that's all it takes. You, um, I'm sorry, I'm messing with my can't hear return or anything, but what, I, what, I, what is it about Detroit, all right? My best friend in the Tampa Bay Bucks, right? was Dwight Smith. I don't expect you to know him. He had two pick sixes in the Super Bowl, right? Mm. Dwight Dwight was the man. What is it about Detroit that just has this, I love the lights, I love to show you what I got, like I'm the man and just eat it? Like, well, Tell me about that mentality. It's the, it's the grit, you know. Um, Detroit, all the lights and everything like that, it's not really all in Detroit, you know. When you play those high school games, they kind of dry. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's not like Texas football, Arizona, right. or Cali football, you know. So it's like when we see those lights, it's like we want to make the most out of that opportunity. Right. We're not used to that. You didn't get big high school crowd, exactly. like 20,000 in a high school game. Exactly. So now you're like, I'm here, and I, yeah. this is amazing. Yeah, right. exactly. Like this is where I should have been. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. So that's all it is. It's a mentality thing. You know what I'm saying? we just always grateful for the opportunities that we receive. Yeah. You know what I mean? You oh, – go, go ahead, Mike. What's the best thing you can tell us about the man who's coached you two years in the NFL, Robert Sala? Um, you know, he's from Dearborn, Michigan, which is technically Detroit. You know, so that's my guy, you know. He always 
he's one of the ones who, if I'm doing good, he's going to find the things that I could be better at. And I always appreciate him for doing that. I always respect coaches even more, you know, for being able to do that, you know, and not just being like a yes man, yes coaching. It's just like, are right, you doing good? Keep doing what you're doing. It's always you doing good. Keep doing what you're doing. But this could be better as well. So, man, just always having him around. He's extremely vocal, you know. Having a coach like that that's confident at what he do, yep. you know what I mean? He always get us prepared to play. You know, it's just up to us to execute. He's got that great energy, Salah. That's what sure. we always love watching about him. His vein starts popping out of his neck like yeah. a psycho and all that. Sure. Um, all right, like, you're pretty real. I want to know, like, who do you look at as far as one of your peers at corner that you go, damn, that guy's legit at corner. And then who's the guy at receiver that you've had to cover so far the first two years where you were like, damn, he's better than I thought he was, or I know it's a, it's a tough task facing him? Um, <clears throat> I can't just name one. You know, it's yeah. always like, like, like corner, you know, I'm going to think uh, Pat Sertain. Jalen Ramsey, um, who else? Jair. Right. Denzel. Yeah, Diggs. Um, Jalen Johnson. Yeah. Trayvon Diggs. Like, those some, those some dogs. Those are your guys. DJ Reed. Right. You know, it's just guys that really do it. Michael Carter II. You know, I could name a whole whole list of guys. And like, receiver, you know, Tyreek. He always a tough guy to cover. Um, what do you got to remind yourself with Tyreek? Right? Like, he's the fastest guy in football, right? Yeah. So how do you attack him or play him maybe compared to other people? You just got to be patient. You know what I mean? He like a jitterbug. Like, right. The, the moves that he make, it don't slow him down. Like, he, he, he can do a lot, but it's like it's not going to slow him down right. when it comes to releasing, you know? And then other guys, like, you got this guy's who I haven't won against, like Calvin Ridley. You know, Calvin Ridley, that was my favorite receiver in um, high school right so in high school when I was playing receiver he was a guy him and Chad Ochocinco was the two guys that I was watching to try to get better at receiver you know gotcha. then you got guys like Amari Cooper you know route runners great route runner you know I can name bro, I, I can name so many it's a, it's a lot of guys out there man. Yeah. what made you go toward corner instead of receiver since you used to play both um when I was in high school just playing against Cass Tech and um, our, my, our corner and our safety ran into each other. Our corner ended up breaking his jaw. Our safety was cool. I wasn't even training for corner, for corner, so that was the crazy thing. I was still playing receiver. They threw me out there against Cass Tech. Like, that's a, a rival. You know, this guy, it's a lot of great players that come out of there. Like, right. You know, so I went in there, I dominated, and um, yeah, it was history ever since then. How much does having played receiver help you? play corner oh a lot it's like you know what the receiver's thinking um you know what the quarterback's thinking to a certain extent you know it's the nfl so you're not always gonna know what they're thinking but yeah um ball skills is just so much so so many things that that receiver can can do to help me you know uh become a corner all right so now i want to ask you about quarterbacks your quarterback tell us like i know we didn't get to play a lot but Aaron Rodgers, the impression he left on you this whole year and kind of what he meant to your, meant to your Jets football team. Man, he's, he's a true leader. You know, uh, it's always great to have him around. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he's the best quarterback I've ever seen. Like, yeah. I've ever played with. It's, the things he do and the throws he can make, like, I've never seen him before. Not in the game, not in practice with my other quarterbacks. I've just never seen him. So 
What is it, though? The suddenness, the velocity, the accuracy? What Everything. is it? Everything. Everything you just named. You know, he's going to zip the ball. I remember since one play in practice, he threw the ball to the receiver. I almost picked it. My hands was there. The ball went through my hands. My my gloves had burnt like burnt marks. Yeah, because it spent it spent <laughs> yeah, so it went hard. That, it went fast. that fast. Right. Like, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, bro, this is the first time this has ever happened. So, right. You know what I mean? Like he's he's just different. You got him that necklace. Did you give him a bill after and be like, hey, I got you this, but here, like you're Aaron Rodgers, you got all this money, you pay for it. No, no, we <laughs> you we, picked we up the tab? Yeah. Damn, you are you are rich. Damn, you are rich. Nah, I, it went like that. It was more more of a gift, you know, for right. my jeweler. You know, my uh, jeweler, he's a huge fan of uh, Aaron. Right. So, you know, I helped him come up with it, and, you know, we made that happen. You know my favorite story I heard of you the whole year this year when you were at the Knicks game and you saw oh, Jessica Alba yeah. with him and you didn't know who that was? And then it was all about the, don't you going to get caught up? And you said, how could I get caught up? I'm the catch. Nah, that was a great quote. I don't remember. I don't remember the, the, the specifics of. Yeah, yeah. I, remember, I remember that's what I said, but it wasn't like getting caught up. Like, like it, it was went, something it else. It went like that. It was something, it was something else, though. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And I, I, I seen her before. I just didn't know, I didn't know her actual name. You know? Right, right. I got that's you. That was. Right. Sasha's here with us today. Thanks to the folks at Verizon. Tell us a little bit more about what you have going on. And it's always great to be here. I'm honored to be here on behalf of Verizon, the official 5G network of the NFL. Now, they're the network that the NFL fans, players, and coaches rely on. So it's always great, you know, to work with them. You know, I'm a Verizon fan. I've always been a Verizon fan. I'm a Verizon fan. guy with you. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So, <clears throat> and this Saturday, I'll be at the Runner Playlist Live this Saturday night. Also on behalf of Verizon with uh, me, Destroying, and a couple more people, we'll be creating our Super Bowl playlist. Cool, man. I like that. That's really cool to be a part sure. of. All right, go party with I Sauce Gardner and Verizon on I Saturday night. I love the saying, all gas, no brakes. I love that saying. But there's brakes for a reason. Don't you yeah. have all, all gas and some brakes? <laughs> oh, yeah. You got you to gotta read between that. You know what I mean? <laughs> Kosala, I don't think he have brakes. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's all gas. He's just always going. But, you know, as a player, you got to be able to. You got no one to at least tap him, yeah, right? Yeah, tap, tap the brakes a little bit. Yeah. All right, there he is, Sauce Gardner, two-time All-Pro, joining Lawrence <laughs> Taylor and Micah Parsons. As Legend. The only three to be first-team All-Pros in their first two NFL seasons. Let that sink in. Sauce, yeah. awesome career so far. We look forward to seeing what you do next. We'll be back with more from Las Vegas right after this. Chris got very happy the other day when he found out that our next guest would be joining us. He is the great Buffalo Bills quarterback, Chris's boy, Blue. My boy, Blue. Josh Allen is here. Josh, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Great to have you. you. Seriously, he was so happy. It's like Christmas morning for Chris. As I was telling him just a second ago, when they told me they were like, Josh Allen's coming here, my first initial thing was, He's too rich to be coming to Radio Row. There's no way. There's no way he's coming here. But then I see Subway, and we got a rocket launcher here yep. and all this stuff going on. And so, damn, they're paying you a lot, and here you are, and I'm happy. I, mean, I, I can't just be <laughs> hanging out with my guys. No, like, I don't, I, maybe. I'd like to think you'd want to hang out with me, yeah. but I appreciate you even trying Come to fake on. that one there. <laughs> I love the rocket launcher because you're the last guy that needs an external rocket launcher. You <laughs> right. are the rocket launcher. Right. 
You're not, you're not wrong, but we, we got some good we got some goodies in there. If the if the interview goes well, we got the new footlong cookie. Right. We got the uh, the Cinnabon footlong. I saw churro, that. Ooh. And then we got the Annie Ann's footlong pretzel. So if the interview goes well, I'll feed you guys after. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. I like, so only, like, only if it goes well though. So be careful in the questions that you're asking. Yeah. You, we got some tough ones too. We're ready. Well, we're ready you, for the hot well, light. First thing is you you've hit another stratosphere of superstar here, like the last you know two three years certainly. When you come to an event like this, do you ever get starstruck by anybody? Does that even happen to I mean, you anymore? Yeah, I mean, you see some of the greats, like, you know, sitting back there talking to Eli Manning. It's just, like, it's just so surreal, you know, saying what's up to Mike Vick. Um, just past Matt Ryan, who I've got so much so much uh, respect for. And right. You see these guys, and it's like the, to share the field with some of these guys, too, is just it's surreal to me. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Mike. You You're six it? years in yeah. to your career. And – you have entered your prime. How much better can you be, though? I feel like I could be a lot better. Um, you know, in terms of decision making, um, ball placement. Again, I think mechanically, I got I got a little off last year just because of some some ailments and just uh, again the trying elbow to figure, a little. Yeah, just trying to figure it out. It my mechanics and you don't try to, but they switch on you just a little bit because you feel a little tweak in your throwing shoulder, and it's just like I can't. I don't want to feel that, so you switch it up a little bit. And I think the last probably four weeks, four or five weeks, I felt like me again. Yeah. And, again, just making sure I'm staying constant with that this offseason and working with the appropriate people to to stay on top of that. Right. Um, and, again, mentally, again, decision-makings, the interceptions, got to limit those and, and stop doing that. And um, But I think there's still a lot lot to be a lot, lot of room left to grow. Do you, do you get – how do you block the no- – how do you handle media, the noise, people like us, right – you, you've become one of the more polarizing people in football in a lot of ways. I mean, we're sitting here going, wait, the greatest one-man show in football right now is number 17 in Buffalo. And we like, say it all the time. We're all the time. We're like, I don't know. But then there's this, I'm not just trying to get the churro. There, we say it all the time. But there's a group of people, too, that, I don't know, somehow don't see it that way. And I, I'm always impressed by you just stay so even-keeled. Do you hear it? Do you block it out? Or are you just that good at kind of just accepting well, it and going on? For the longest time, I've always, I've always said, doesn't matter what anybody else says because I've, I've already said it to myself. Yeah. All the positive things and all the negative right. things. I've, I've had those internal discussions with me. And, you know, throughout the season, it's like, what am I, like, get your, get your head out of there, right? Like, let's, let's step up. Let's, let's be the guy that we're supposed to be. Um, and, again, we've had some rough stretches at, at some points, and we've always found a way to pull out of it and, yeah. and find ways to win. And it's no different than this year than it was a few, a few years ago when we were 7-6. and six. You know, right. We were 6-6 six and this, six and six this year at the bye and found a way to rattle off all those wins and, and give ourselves a chance. And I really think that uh, you know, we make one or two more plays in that game. I think it, it could be a different story right now. But, again, that's, that's every year. Yeah. What was the spark this year to turn it around? Because it felt like it was done, it was over, you're not even going to get to the playoffs. What turned it around? Well, I think uh, that bye week, just guys to get away, take your mind off it, and once you come back, it's like let's let's turn the page and let's go. And um, I think there was a, uh, a article that came out about Coach McDermott as well. I think right. that kind of yes. brought us together yeah. and rallied us around him. And again, when you get guys that are working extremely hard, doing the right things, pulling together in the in the same direction, I think that's when you find success. And I think that's what we did in the latter, later half of the season. It's yeah. amazing how much we forget because we process so much information about the NFL, but Rasul Douglas told me after one of the games late in the season that what Sean McDermott said to the team after that article came out was the moment that it turned. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, it, it really was. And 
It's been so fun to, to grow as a quarterback and grow with your head coach, with, with Coach McDermott, what he's been able to do, and to see how he's transitioned um, from the, even the first year that I got here and to see how much he's grown and, and how much respect that he has in that locker room. And, you know, it's not easy for what he's done the last couple of years. He's basically been the defensive coordinator and the head coach, and he's been calling the defense and a lot of, a lot of stuff going – different directions and that's that's hard to do so I got a lot of respect for him I, I freaking love coach McDermott um but yeah that that throughout the season there was that that moment where he talked to us and things kind of changed yeah yeah it, it seemed like it I mean you, credit to you guys for hanging in there and being stubborn and staying after football I, I want I want to hit a little on the team that's here in the Super Bowl right I know how competitive you are uh, I, I was a quarterback. I didn't want to like, you know, my rival quarterback. Like, I liked him, but I was like, if I played Michael Vick, I was like, I want to beat his butt this week, right? My dad would say the same thing about Joe Montana when he was playing, right? Talk about the Chiefs a little bit, right? And just what makes them the Chiefs in your mind and kind of allows them to separate this time of the year. Well, I mean, they, they got Pat Mahomes. Yeah. Um, who's already one of the best to ever strap up. Yeah. Um, Travis Kelsey, who's been there and the camaraderie that those two have, you know, Travis is running routes that he's not supposed to run. Right. He's feeling things. He's turning around, getting open and being friendly for Pat. And, I, again, I think with with uh, Coach Reed there being the constant in his offensive system and being able to script guys and get guys open. Uh, and then this year their defense played spectacular. You right. Know, they were one of the best defenses in the league statistically. And when you, when you got – a great offensive play caller, caller and guys that can go execute and a really good defense. Right. That's a, that's a pretty good recipe for success. Fair to say that was the best defense you played this year? Yeah, they, I think they were up there. Right. Um, you know, you, you talk about them. I think the Jets had a pretty good D as well. Right. Um, and a couple other teams, but, yeah, they're – they're, they're, it's even. Yeah. Do, do you lean for the Super Bowl? I mean, you haven't played the 49ers in like three years, so I know you don't have a great feel for them. I think you played them in Arizona in COVID year, right? Yeah. Like a weird game there. But, you know, where, where do you lean, right? I know I don't want you to pick. I know you don't want to probably pick. I'd love you to pick. Do you want to pick it? I mean. I, I honestly, I don't know. I go back and forth, I, and I'm such a fan of the game. I'm still probably going to watch it. Even yeah. Though it's gonna, it hurts a little. It hurt. I hear you. Um, it just, it depends if, if, the Niners D line can cause some havoc for for Pat. Right, that could be the difference. Without blitzing, can the Without front four get yes. there? Right, and not many people have been able to do that against them. Right, um, but on the other side of that too, it's will the Niners stay committed to the run? Yeah, and they're going to run a bunch of probably outside zone and, and let Christian make one cut and get upfield and right. keep doing that and then play action them. And I think it, it could be a pretty pretty close game yeah I would expect you think you can run on that Chiefs defense a little though right uh, I think so yeah I think so um but again you run and you get stuffed in second and ten yeah, now, now you're like oh Spags yeah. has got all these crazy blitzes and defenses yeah yeah I hear you Josh what do you guys need to do to get here so you're not here so the other Josh Allen's here instead of you yeah on um, radio row you know we've been extremely close the last couple years um last few years really even going back to to two years ago um comes down to one or two plays throughout the game you know we got to find a way to make those and starts with me and um again just trying to trying to be the best quarterback and the best teammate that I could be for the Buffalo Bills and you know we're gonna keep we're gonna keep digging away and and trying to find a way to get it done I got a question for you about the game against the Chiefs and I don't mean to bring up bad memories but I'm just genuinely curious about this 
as you guys were driving, as the clock was ticking and ticking toward the two-minute warning, it almost felt like the plan was, we're going to take this all the way down. We're not going to leave 13 seconds or any time for Patrick Mahomes to score again. If it's a field goal and we tie it up, walk off, great. Touchdown with hardly any time, great. But then I feel like at the two-minute warning, it changed. Because right after that, you had Shakir in the end zone. If you don't get hit, that may be a touchdown. And if it works, it's a touchdown, but Mahomes has nearly two minutes. Was there a conscious decision to kind of flip that strategy? No. Um, I mean, the name of the game on the offensive side is score, yeah. right? No matter how you do it, you have an opportunity. And, again, it's, that's one play that if I can move up in the pocket just a little bit and, and, and not get hit throwing it, yeah. um, who knows? Who knows what they do? You know, it, it takes one of our guys on defense to make a play, and, you know, we've shown that we could do that in the past but, too. So, but I guess my question is, did you guys consciously decide, screw it, we're not going to worry about how much time we leave them. We're just going to go do what we do. Yeah, I think, I think I don't know if that was a conscious effort um but at, at the same time it was like let's let's call our best play here you know we let's go score a touchdown and and, and see what we can do we're close what's the coolest play josh allen's made in josh allen's mind in his career like you're the human highlight show right and you and 15 there's nobody like watching you lamar's right up there with you guys as well right but like what's the one play the last few years you've been like shit I can't believe <laughs> I pulled that one off I pulled that out of my ass right what is that one I think Chiefs regular season this year to Latavius. The falling out of the, the falling sideline? falling to the left. That, that was insanity. Yeah. And even, like, all the commotion that happened right after the play, too. Like, it, it was so much chaos. Nobody knew really what, what happened, what was going on. I'm on the ground. I didn't know if he caught it. I heard the crowd cheering, so right. I thought we dropped it. Right. Um, he fumbled at the end of the play. That's right. 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 Yeah. So yeah. It was, that, that was a crazy one. Um, and then I, I still think – the, the, the best throw I think I've I've ever made was in Denver to yeah. Jake Kumaro. It was a, basically a ball right up the middle, um, basically a two-on-one on the backside safety, Justin Simmons. They were playing basically four push, and I just got him to stop his feet just for a second. Right. And I threw this ball literally as hard as I could. Yeah. And that's still one of my favorite throws, and I threw it to Jake Kumaro, who's an awesome human being, and he did so much good for us, and that, that was a fun one. You flushed that one. That one came off. It was a four-iron that just came off the face and went straight. It's probably the thin air and the altitude. I don't know if you could really exactly, throw it that exactly, hard. Yeah. That's probably the right. Lucky. <laughs> so um, is there a quarterback that has ever played that you could sit down and talk to and you could pick his brain to help you go next level? Who's it, who would it be that you would sit down and talk to? That's a really good question. Um, you've hung with Brady. You've hung with Rodgers. I know. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to think outside the box Right, here. yeah, I hear you. I know. That's, you know. Have you had a lot of time with Peyton? Not a whole lot. I, I, was, I was probably leaning towards him. Um, he saw the game so well. Yeah. He Just get him in gun. Let him call what he wants to call. He just started peppering guys underneath, and all of a sudden they It was inevitable when you were on the other sideline. Yeah. You know, he's he was phenomenal. I don't think he gets enough credit, and I think he kind of gets lost in the shuffle a little bit. But right. in terms of mentally what he was able to do, it's unbelievable. It yeah. really is. And I'm, I'm such a fan of his. Um, How about Elway? Because, like, you play so yeah. much like him. You're basically new age Elway in my mind. I'm an older guy, right? Yeah. Have you got to talk to him much? He's, he's dolphin. Here know, and there, go to golf here and there? A few beers yes and no. golf? I, the, only, the only problem, like, when we're – during the draft, Denver had the fifth pick. Oh, right. Right. So, so you were like, there. what the hell? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want to talk to Elway. 
No, he, he's he's awesome though. Um, How could they have done that? And who else? I don't know. That's that's a really good question. There's been a lot of a lot of quarterbacks in this league that have done it at a very high level for a long time. Um, well, that's a good well, question. Well, I want you to do the subway thing in one second. Last thing I want to ask you though is just like, should we just give up on you protecting your body? Is that not going to happen? Uh, you're not getting any better at it. You're just actually just I crazy. Think I am. You're I just think I crazy, Josh Allen. You still got a damn scar on your hand from a game three weeks ago. Both hands. You're not getting any better. You I can't think I help am. it. You I do run it less though. That's something we clued on early in your career. You try to be a little more careful until it's playoff time. Then it's playoff time is let it fly. Jump right? over everybody. I wouldn't call it the panic button, but it's the in case of emergency button. Right? Like, <laughs> right. Is there a button like that on the launcher? <laughs> there is. Uh, but I did it. I kind of Dr. Ozed it, so I, I figured out you're going to pick a two-digit number, and you're going to pick a two-digit number. Oh, right. But you got to go first. 32. Okay, 32. 11. Yeah, I got it. Oh, Phil's number. Uh-oh. Oh. Oh, no. It died on us. You, oh. Oh. <laughs> I had it, too. You had it? I you had thought it. It, you knew it was 32 and 11? 32 and 11. You're full of crap. All right, you're good at quarterback. You're not that's, reading mine. That's your number that you wore in high school, and 32 <laughs> is your... <laughs> Your wife's birthday is no, March no, 2nd. No, my dad no, wore 11. Yeah. That's nice, try. That. nice try. <laughs> you know, 32 is my number because it was the number of the house I grew up in, on the street where I grew up, and I discovered football December 23, 1972, when number 32, Franco Harris, caught the immaculate, immaculate reception. I was seven yeah. years and old. I knew and I was that. I knew that. You knew it. You knew it. Just like Dr. Oz. Right. Right. Yeah. So, oh, well. It, it, if it was up to me, I would have gotten you guys the, the snacks. That's fine. But, uh, We'll come back. We'll bring him to you later. Okay. All right. Good. Josh, you're the best, you man. Are the best. We appreciate you so much. We we both were thrilled. He was more than me. We both were thrilled that we were going to get a chance to sit group. down you and guys talk do a to good you. Job. Well, Thanks, well you do a great job. We're just trying to keep up. Yep. There, there he are. is, Josh Allen. Josh more Allen. from the Super Bowl. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, "I'm okay," when the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, "Hang it in there," because if I ask for help. They'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. After this. You know, I've always been uh, a very goal-oriented kid, hardworking kid. Um, I mean, growing up, I danced a little bit before high school, but... but well, time out. You danced? I did. Give, I me, did. give me some beats. Come on. Okay, or or so. dance for me either. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> I was a competitive dancer, uh, mainly in hip-hop, you know, so I was popping and locking it. And Did um, that start from your sisters going to dance it school? Did. It did. Yeah. And you were just watching and then you had to jump in? Yep. Yep. I, I was watching and my mom kind of bribed me back in like... I think I was in like third grade. Okay. She bribed me to, to try it, and I ended up doing it, and I, I ended up loving it. Aiden Hutchinson talking to Mike Tirico. If we had enough room here, we could just tell him to I go mean, spin on the floor. I mean, it? You're too white to be bobbing it and locking it. I can't you, believe that's, it. That's why I can keep up in the locker room. Right. You know, in college, going out with the boys, you can keep up a little I hear bit. You. You okay, know? I like it. Yeah, yeah. You got white, some white chocolate in you. Of course. That's yes. right. That's right. Yeah. That's what they used to call me. I like that. Oh, did they? Yes, they did. You know? That's what they call me. That's, that's what they, they call me. Okay, chocolate. see, I knew we were together, right? They never called me that. <laughs> but you're also like, like this is what... I, I walked behind you in the the frenzy here, right? Yeah, yeah. 
And just like our man James Kaminsky here, who's a football fan, yeah. everybody that walks by you goes, holy shit, he's big. <laughs> holy shit. Oh, my gosh. I mean, everybody. I, they just don't realize what I an know, outside I, linebacker is in the NFL. I, I don't – people – I even see – I was at the Pro Bowl last week, and guys were coming up to me. They're like, dude, you look way bigger than you look, like, on TV and stuff. And I was like – I don't feel it, you know, but I feel like when I get around people, I guess I just... You're a little taller than people think, and I, know, I think there's something about the Lions uniform that right. doesn't make you guys look as big as you Maybe. actually are. Yeah, we have skinny little numbers, it's too. It's something so about like it. the numbers there's don't something. make us look yeah. too big, but yeah. I'll take it. What All a right. ride it's been, too. We met you two years ago when you were coming out of Michigan. You didn't yeah. know where you were going to go. It might have been Jacksonville. It ended up working out just yeah. perfectly yep. back in Detroit. I saw you saying before the playoff game that you still pass the same exit that you used it's to wild. take to go to your high school. That is unreal. See, I mean, I'm a firm believer that's the way it should be. If a player wants it to be that right. way, that's my whole anti-draft spiel, but right. it worked out perfectly for you. <laughs> yeah, no, it was uh, – it's unbelievable. I still I still reflect, you know, every once in a while. You know, you kind of get in the flow of things, but then you kind of – look, you step back and you're like, wow, I can't believe I have this opportunity to, to – have a house where I grew up and like just ha- be able to drive the same route and um and and the support that comes with that from the fans from being a Michigan kid going to U of M being a Lions guy now it's um the support is unreal unreal and that's why I love being a part of this team it's crazy it yeah. really is yeah. it's, it's like you can you couldn't have wrote, wrote this in a Hollywood script really no, in a I, lot of ways it's ridiculous your dad played yeah. at Michigan you oh. followed his footsteps here you are yeah. the rise of the Lions and you're basically a part of it yeah Dan Campbell the coolest coach you've ever played for in your life I know Harbaugh was awesome but yeah like, no D- Dan's pretty cool tell us He's about Dan cool. like He's, just what, uh, what do you love about him I just love how relatable he is. You know, I mean, just having a player who, or having a coach who used to be a player is, is very special, but I feel like the way he played the game and why he played the game is what makes him so special. He has his passion um, for football, has his passion just for, for grinding through adversity that, that he, like, he makes pushing through obstacles and adversity fun because he, you, he takes it on, you yeah. know, takes it on in the face and just like, come on, yeah. let's do it. Let's do it. And, and I feel like that infiltrates in our team, in our players. Like, we, everyone wants to be a part of that. And everyone wants to be like, oh, yeah, this happened. This bad thing happened. Whatever, dude. Bring it on. Yeah, Let's go. Right. Yeah, you, know? you can feel that when he speaks to the team. Yes. Even on Hard Knocks, you could feel his passion coming through the 100%. TV. 100%. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. why I was surprised, Aiden, that after the playoff loss to the 49ers, he said, I told the guys this may be our only shot. And he said, I don't believe that. But he was very realistic about it. There's a pragmatic side to him as well. And he also said it's going to be twice as hard to get back next year as it was this year. When he tells you that stuff in the locker room, how does it all sink in and help reset you for 2024? Yeah, I think, um, I think he, as, as we all were emotional after that game, I don't know if, if he meant those things completely because I think we, in our exit meetings the day after, he's like, we're going to the Super Bowl next year. Like, <laughs> screw it. Like, I don't care what it takes. Because I feel like I, I was uh, – you kind of hear that after the game and you're, you, get, you get a little discouraged because you're like, do you think that was our only shot? <laughs> we, we talked about it because we said, I don't know that I love that he yeah, said that. No, I know, yeah, I know. Right. I think it was just an emotional thing. Emotional, and, and humble I, and I get it because it's like you, you have this 22-week season and you're so close and you just miss out. You're like, God, it took a lot, of, it took a lot to get here. But – I understand, but I, the next day he kind of came in. He he gave us this 
speech that we're like we're all ready to play again. Right, right. I felt like on that Monday and. Um, and I, I believe it too, because all the players that we have that are talented on our team are so young, and we have so many more years all playing together. And it's, I think that this was only the this is the tip of the iceberg. And, and yes, it, there does take luck and and that good mojo to get back to where we were and to advance farther. But I feel like we have a lot of good, a lot of talented players, a lot of good guys on this team. The one big difference, though, is for the first time in a long time, you're the measuring stick team, and everybody's going to come at you with everything they have. Every week is the A plus game from the opponent right. because we want to beat the Lions. Now, it used to be all Lions. That's an extra bye week. Right. Now it's like, right. Right. all right, here we go. We're going to go at them with everything we have. Wouldn't want it any other way, baby. Wouldn't want it any other biting way. Biting kneecaps. That's right. Aiden and Dan biting the kneecaps. Yeah. Um, what? There's so much made about you guys going forward on fourth down, right? Yeah. Right? And I don't even want to get into all that. I'm interested in the other side of that story, right? When another, like, like, what do you go? What goes through your head when another team's going forward on fourth down? Take us into like the defense end, right? Because oh, oh, right, we were right, right. like, when you guys went forward on fourth down against the 49ers, I was like, things you can't measure as Bosa's like, this is a big play, I gotta go, right? Yeah, yeah. What's in your head as a pass rusher in those big moments of play like that? 100%. I mean, you know, you gotta make a play, but also defensively, you know, if it's a longer drive, you're pretty exhausted. You're on fourth down, you're like, all right. I sh- let's just punt, field goal, let's get off the field. And then they, they bring it, they, they're going for it on fourth, but it definitely, that fourth down energy, it's, it's a different kind of energy. And I know there's a lot to make of, of, of Dan's call and blah, 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 but we were, we were aggressive like that all year long. Yeah. And I feel like if you live by the sword, you die by the sword. And okay. I think as players, we all, we all believe that too, because that, that, his aggressiveness has won us so many games too in the, uh, in the league and, and the season. So, um, you live by the sword, you yeah, die by but it. But that fourth down, you do get a little extra adrenaline rush. Oh, 100%. As a You're like, 100%. You, you know, it's it's a do potential die. game-changing play, right. you know? Right. And um, it's huge, man. It's huge. Those plays are critical. So give me – you're one of the few people – I mean, you started the year with the Chiefs. You ended the year with the 49ers, right? Yeah. Like, give us some – Give us the scouting report. Like, about just kind of what impressed you about both football teams kind of preparing for them. I know the Chiefs was a while ago, right, but you're right. smart. You went to yeah. Michigan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, He's uh, dumb. He went to Texas. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, the, the 49ers, from a defensive perspective, I right. feel like you stop the run game, you can, uh, you can kind of handle them a little bit, you know. And I, we did that really well in the first half. We were stopping McCaffrey, and that kind of eases up our, our, our pass game a little bit. And... Um, and it was good. It was good. The second half, it got away from us a little bit, and the momentum was we couldn't stop the, the momentum. But yep. um, um, I feel like 49ers, it all, it all starts with McCaffrey. Got to stop him. Right. That offense kind of revolves around him. And then um, with the Chiefs, I, I feel like it's the same with, with, with Pat. You know, I, I think when Pat gets hot and he's making throws under pressure, they're really good. And um, it's all about containing him. You Making know. him feel uncomfortable. Of course. Right. Got to get hits. Got to get pressures. Got to, you know, don't, don't even have to hit him. Just got to, you know, put linemen in his face. And, I mean, he's still going to make a lot crazy of throws. Right. But, you know, you, you got to try anything you can to affect the game right. as, as, a, as a front. The Lions fan base really is impressive. And I had never been to Detroit before. I loved it there. It's on the short list of the places I'd move one of these days. I'm, I grew up a Vikings fan, but I'm getting a little <laughs> wobbly after I see what the Lions are doing. <laughs> Your fans, though, we saw it from week one. They're everywhere. It's ridiculous. They go everywhere. And I, it's not yeah, cheap. I, I don't know. Uh, I didn't know the Lions were such a like, traveling fan base because, one, I don't think the support has been there. Like, we, we haven't had a season like this. So this no, no one's no one's seen it. No, this you is know? new. No uh, one's seen a yeah, traveling yeah. fan base. Right. Um, so 
it's insane, man. The, the amount of away games that feel like home games are just uh, it's the crowd noise. It's so weird, man. It's not normal. Yeah. Not normal. All right, you're two years in, right? So I know you're very comfortable with your status. You're definitely one of the best defensive players in football already. Who's the one guy in the NFL you faced so far where you were just like, whoa, I didn't realize this guy was like this or right. – you know, who's, who's the, whether it's a tackle, um, a linebacker, I mean, a running back, whatever. I feel like uh, the first first guy that comes to mind is from Seattle, Kenneth Walker. He's always been, oh, for some wow. reason, they always, they always go go off against us on defense, man. Like, we have a tough time stopping them in the past couple of years. Right. And I feel like he is one of those guys that's just hard to tackle, man. He's, a, he's a, That's the first running back that comes to my mind. Explosive and power, and you played against him in Michigan State. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. About, I mean, he, right? he went off against us when yeah. we played in my senior year, too. Right. So um, I got a lot of respect for him, and I think he's a he's a dog. Dude. Yeah, so that's, yeah. that's the first talk about skill player kind of that I because I don't really you don't really see yeah, I know I know I like know what that. you mean so yeah he's a he's one of those those guys it's hard to take down right when Sunday rolls around where will you be during the Super Bowl and will you actually be watching it um I will be home and I don't know if I'll watch it yet. wow you know so, when will you decide so sensitive it, it still is. hurts it, it yeah. still hurts yeah. it still hurts say it again when will you decide Sunday <laughs> <laughs> I know I know we were talking about uh, having an anti uh, an anti Super Bowl party at my parents' house. <laughs> just we're not no one's allowed to watch the Super oh Bowl just because we're still all a little salty about it. But um, no, I don't know. I'll let you know. We'll see. All right. Now I I mean I know you could rush the passer. All right. Water sucks. Gatorade is better. I want to hear it there, Mr. Plug for Gatorade is guy Is that the over pitch? Here? Water sucks, Gatorade is better? No. That's a pretty good tag. You, you never heard that? Put that on a T-shirt. That's from the water boy. Oh, you know, oh, remember? Yeah, that's water right. sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really, really sucks. I don't remember sucks. that either. Yeah. And they go, Gatorade. <laughs> they start to say that to him. They say some other things, too. They say some other things. They needle right. something. Right. Right. Yeah, no, Gatorade just, uh, just launched Gatorade ID, and it's their new free membership platform, and you can visit gatorade.com to uh, customize your own bottle wow uh, with gatorade id and so this is my customized bottle cool this, my, is my, this is my video game name right here whiz rad, whiz rad. Whiz rad. wow yep, yep and whiz rad uh, where did that come from it, well it was sometimes in video games you can randomize your own name right and i randomized it and it gave me whiz rad, whiz rad. Like that's a part of me now so we're yeah. riding with whiz rad hell yeah so you we're won't be shocked if i'm on football night in america <laughs> before a big lions game next year i got you better block whiz rad off the edge Dude, or you're in deep I would shit die. i would <laughs> die if I All right. we will work it in <laughs> whiz rad. it's awesome i like it i, I appreciate it, it. I love free it. gear all right. Uh, anything else? Are we done? Nobody told us we no, had to go. No, you're right. Let's I guess we can keep going. No, we we're done. They're oh, talking to us. He's got to get it. Crap. We blew our chance. I like the jacket. Yeah. You're looking good. Thanks, man. Thanks for being such a good sport. Aiden you Hutchinson. Fresh too, right? We try. All black. You I know, it, you dude. and me see. White chocolate again. <laughs> there it is again. <laughs> Boom. I'm Italian chocolate. <laughs> we'll be back with more after this. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is. I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. 